I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. On a scale from one to 10, what score would you give yourself for the last seven days? What score would you give yourself for last week? One of the most simple, easy ways to change your life is by giving yourself a score every week for how that week went. According to Pearson's Law, whatever you measure and report improves exponentially. And so what would happen if you just had a simple chart in your closet or somewhere that you could see where at the end of every week you gave yourself a score? And you get to decide what what the scoring is. For example, for me, for my last three weeks, I've had 10 out of 10 weeks. Now, that doesn't mean I was productive 24-7. It means that I actually did the right things. If you want to be effective, if you want to be successful, it's not about doing a lot of things. It's actually about doing the right things. There's this great book called The 80-20 Principle. It's all about how 80% of your results come from 20% of what you do. People who are highly effective, people who are highly successful, they do not do more than the average person. In fact, often they do less, but they do the right thing. They do the few things that create the most exponential results. And so what would happen if every week you gave yourself a score based on the most important things you did? Now, there's a quote from Jim Collins from Good to Great. He said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. And so what I would challenge you to do is have a goal, have no more than three things you're trying to accomplish in a given week. If you have 10 things you're trying to accomplish, you're not applying the 80-20 principle because 80% of the things you do only create 20% of your results. And so rather than trying to do 10 things, maybe you should try to do just two or three max. And if you knock out those two or three, then everything on top of that's cherry. It's just like on a daily basis. Every day you give yourself one to three very important things to do. And if you knock those things out, you give yourself a 10 that week because you want to feel successful. As BJ Fogg, the Stanford psychologist said, it's important that you feel successful. If you're feeling successful, then you're feeling like you've got momentum. You're feeling like you've got progress. There's other, another amazing concept, though, and another amazing principle. It comes from Dan Sullivan. He's the founder of Strategic Coach. He's coached more successful entrepreneurs than anyone in the world, and he calls it the gain and the gap. And basically, the gain and the gap means is that most people are in the gap. Most people are comparing themselves with their ideal. Their ideal is a moving target. Whenever you achieve your goals, your ideal moves. And so if you're always comparing yourself with your ideal, you're always in the gap. But if you're comparing yourself to your former self, if you're taking time to reflect on where you were three months ago, on three weeks ago, and if you can look at your week and you say, holy cow, I actually have made some progress this week, then you always feel like you're winning. And if you always feel like you're winning, then you're going to feel momentum. You're going to feel progress and you're going to actually appreciate progress. It's also really powerful just, you know, for myself, I've got a chart in my closet and every week at the end of the week, I give myself a score on each week and it feels really great to give yourself tens, but it's also nice sometimes to get fives and sixes because then you can better plan your week. 
as Jim Rohn said, it's not necessarily that you're ineffective. It's that you didn't plan well enough. And if your day went wrong, it's because you didn't plan it well enough. If your week didn't go effectively, it's because you didn't plan it well enough. It's really powerful to measure your progress so that you can actually make progress. Whatever you measure, you can control. If you're not measuring how good your weeks or your days are going, then you're not clear on it. It's just like not measuring your money. If you're not measuring your money, then you don't know where it's all going. And if you don't know where your money's all going, then you can't be financially free. So this is the most powerful thing you can do for your weeks is just literally give yourself a score, one out of 10. And you get to decide what those metrics mean. You get to decide if it felt like an eight, a nine, or a 10. But if you actually measure and track this over a month, over three months, over a year, your weeks are going to get better because whatever you measure improves. And also whatever you measure and report improves exponentially. And so if you have an accountability partner, it becomes really powerful if you tell them, this is what I got this week. I got a 10. Or let's just say you have a weekly accountability meeting. You tell him or her, your accountability partner, what are the three most important things you're going to accomplish that week in order to get a 10? And then during your accountability meetings, spend the first few minutes reporting what you did because that's going to improve your performance radically, but also give yourself a score. Why did you only get a seven this week? And what would it take to get a 10? Again, it's not about working all day. It's actually about just accomplishing the few things that make you make dramatic progress. If you apply these principles, you will accomplish more and more every week. You'll also feel more and more successful because you're taking the time to measure your progress, measuring the gain, not the gap. If you take the time to measure your performance against your current self, measure your progress. Think about it. Where were you six months ago? Whatever six months ago is for you, think, think about where you were actually at and how much progress you've made. Have you taken the time to acknowledge that progress? Have you taken the time to appreciate the gains? And are you actually improving based on that progress? Based on that progress, are you now able to make better plans for the next six months, six weeks, six days? And every week, your behavior can get better and better. Every week, you can focus on the few things that matter most, on the 20% of things that are going to create dramatic progress. When you do this, and once your weeks become better planned, better organized, you will work less. You'll do the few things that matter. You'll value your time more. You'll value your relationships more, and you'll value your energy more. There's one other concept I want to share with you. It's eat the frog. Eat the Frog is the idea that whatever you want to, you want to do the worst first. This is a beautiful book. It's probably one of the best books on productivity ever. These two books, best books on productivity ever. <laughs> um, but eating the frog means you actually put first things first. You, you eat that frog, meaning you, you do the thing that is important, but not urgent. So if you wake up first thing in the morning and you knock out your most important thing, for me, it's filming this video. If I don't film this video before you know, 8, 9, 10 a.m., it's not going to get done. The urgencies of the day are going to take over. I'm going to lose my energy. I'm going to lose my commitment. And so if you spend your days doing the first thing, knocking it out, and then if you're just consistently putting what's important before what's urgent, if you're consistently moving towards your dreams, making power moves, doing those three things, whatever that is, creating those three results that week, give yourself a 10. And if you create, keep creating 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, the more better weeks you can create, the more your life is going to exponentially change and improve. Most people are just on autopilot. Most people are living the same week over and over and over again. They're not actively seeking a future self. You can make rapid strides every single week. Every week, you can just knock out a few key things that actually dramatically move you towards your future self. And if you're making those big wins consistently, if you're consistently waking up and eating the frog, if you're consistently reaching out and asking for help or pitching yourself or doing whatever it is for you that reflects moving towards your future self. Over time, good weeks turn into good months. Good months turn into good quarters. Good quarters turn into good years. Good years mean that you're not the same person you were 12 months ago. As Elaine de Button said, if you're not embarrassed by who you were 12 months ago, you didn't learn enough. And so people who are successful are moving forward every week. 
They're measuring how they did. They're being grateful for how they did. They feel progress. And then ultimately they're making better plans each week. And they're just knocking out the few things which matter most. One of their super important concept here is recovery. In psychology, there's a concept called psychological detachment from work. And what it means is, is that if you don't actively detach from work, meaning you don't turn off your brain and let it go and move on and then be in flow, meaning you're fully absorbed in whatever you're doing, maybe your family, recovery. If you're not actively recovering, then you can never actually fully engage. If you're always half on and half off, what that means is that you're never with your family when you're with them. You're never at work when you're fully there. You're always semi-halfway and you've trained your brain to be lazy. Being in flow means you're just trying to accomplish one thing at one time. It means you're trying to create one outcome at a time. So for me, the one outcome is filming this video. Once I'm done with this, I got to just create one outcome at a time. If I want to be fully in flow, fully immersed in what I'm doing. When I'm at home, you want to set up your environment so it's easy. Leave your cell phone away from your body so that you can actually be fully engaged in what you're doing. Fully recovering from technology. If you're not recovering from work, technology, and regularly from food, fasting, then you're not optimal. You're not working at an optimal level. You need recovery in order to experience extreme flow. And extreme recovery also just means you're just trying to do one thing at a time, which could be just being present with your loved ones or just enjoying that movie. But if you're watching a movie and staring at your phone, then you're trying to do two things at once. You're not in flow. You're training your brain to be lazy. And ultimately, that same laziness will transfer to your work. You're going to be trying to do too many different things at once, and you're never going to actually be just accomplishing those one to two things that matter. So I challenge you to start rating your weeks. That will change your life forever. Get some thing, maybe tape something on your wall, a calendar, but rate your weeks. And if you do this over the next few months, you're going to see that your weeks get better and better and better. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full future self course and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.